Greetings, Starfighter. You have been recruited by the Star League to defend the frontier of Sur and the Kodan Armada. Get ready? Prepare for blast off. Hey folks, welcome to Movies, Music and Madness. Uh, we're continuing our space theme this week and we're getting into our, our sci-fi space movies now. Yeah, okay, so so many to choose from, right? But my only stipulation for you guys was no Star Wars. That's, That's right. what I said. Yep. Yeah, quite, quite happy not to do Star Wars. So, um, yeah, I mean, there are so many other good sci-fi movies out there. I thought, let's, give, let's just have a break from Star Wars for a week see where we end up yeah how did you guys find this one um as so many sci-fi movies like you definitely went um short of choices no easy peasy it was heaps and like no star wars but i tried i don't know about you guys but i tried to stay away from like obviously star trek and there's there's a whole heap of franchises out there right but um there's there's some really good stuff and i i don't know about you but um I was able to relive a little bit, a little bit of uh, nostalgia in my one. It was like, oh, I hadn't seen that for like twenty years. Or... Such a cool movie. Hmm. I do, I do mm. like, I do like sci-fi. Is it a genre? Mm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. My go-to sort of when I'm flicking, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like, what should, uh, should I have a comedy or a noir or? But yeah, sci-fi is always normally at the top. Yep. Of... Yeah. Anything to do with rockets and you mm. know. Space battles, yeah. etc. Yeah, I'm always there. Hooked. Even the old Doctor Who traveling through time and space. Yep. Yeah. It's all fun. It's well, escapism. I think Who. that's it. It's escapism. Yeah. I mean, Doctor Who predates Star Trek, I think. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. like mega old Six, 40, 40s or 50s or something. 50s. Um, I think it's, it's, 50s. it's its 60th anniversary, I think, this year. Oh, right. Does anyone remember Starship Troopers? Did oh, anyone yeah, see totally. that from yes. 96? Saw that a few years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Paul Verhoeven, um, he yeah. did Robocop. Somebody covered Robocop one one year. Mm. Was that yep, you, Martin? that was me. Yeah. And then he also did Total Recall. Well, he made this, I think it's become a bit of a cult classic since, yes. but it, it bombed horribly at the time because of its violence. And I think people didn't quite get the point of the sort of the satire. Mm. But here's a little clip from, um, it's called Honest Trailers, and they take the piss out of it. So it should be a bit of fun. Not at all based on the classic sci-fi novel comes a film that made you say, Oorah, when it first came out. <laughs> then, oh, I get it. When you watched a few years later. Pay attention. Starship Troopers. Dress up like Master Chief's broke boy cousin for this Bugs vs. Apes war epic that satirizes what life is like in a militarized society where it costs an arm and a leg to vote. Every channel is Fox News. The big villain is every fascist secret fear <laughs> a vagina that can think for itself. I thought there might be a brain bug on pee. And full racial and gender equality exist because we're all too horned up on genocide. I'm from Buenos Aires, and I say kill them all! Yeah! Yeah! How did anyone think the guy behind Robocop made a sincere film about sexy troops? There's a child soldier in the first 45 seconds. Yeah, a Starship Troopers. I mean, it really is a riot. Um, yeah. uh, it's a sort of trailer sort of... Uh, sort of i think really does actually do a good job of describing it um 
people just did not get the satire at all when it came out. Um, it was marketed poorly. Everyone thought they were going along to some, with, we're going to go and watch some, you know, Starship movie with troopers and stuff. And actually, it was exactly what people that said. Stupid. I mean, even the name <laughs> gives it away. It is such a ridiculous name. As soon as you hear Starship Troopers, you think this is a piss take. Surely this is a country. But no, people yeah. took it seriously. I mean, it's just. Yeah, it, 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 it's satire at its best yeah. Um, yeah. with lots of, you know, spaceships and a lot of, you know, I think Denise Richards was in it, one of yeah. her roles. Yep. I, I, took yeah. it, I took it very serious and I was very disappointed. Were you? Oh. <laughs> I risked my case. <laughs> Did you say people are stupid? <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> the acting is um, like like a lot of sci-fi, not great, but I think it's deliberately done that way. Oh, totally. Because, oh, yeah. Totally. It's Team America time all over again. Yeah. yeah. It is, and it just shows everything that's sort of wrong with fascists. Um, and, yeah, just it's brilliant. <laughs> If anyone hasn't seen it, I think it's just as relevant now, if not more so than when it was made. Um, I would say go and check it out. It's funny. It's gory. Um, there's lots of it's fun. It's splatter. So much fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel sorry for the bugs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> humans are basically committing genocide in other worlds. Because we've run out of resources here. Um, so it's very, very funny. Um, yep, it's a blast. Awesome. Brilliant stuff. Yep, uh, a great, great film. Um, yeah, Dave, okay, what have you got for us for this one? Well, see, when did Starship Troopers come out, Glenn? 97, so it was okay. really, right. really pushing it in terms of it, its effects. And I think yeah. some of the effects are actually quite bad, but deliberately bad as well. Yeah, right. Okay. Okay. So mine is is a mine came out sort of I think early eighties, about eighty four, something like that. Um, and uh, this will give it away. Greetings, Starfighter. You have been recruited by the Star League to defend the frontier of Sur and the Kodan Armada. Get ready. Prepare for blast off. Oh yeah! <laughs> I love this film. It's Fucking awesome. I watched this when I was a kid. And, and 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 the fact that you could you could get recruited through playing a video game to defend whatever the hell you're defending, Earth or something. I don't know what you're defending, but you're defending something. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. No, it didn't. And there's a there's a girl and she likes you because you defended whatever it is you're defending. Yeah. And, and it was all through a video game. I mean, why oh, the plot is, yeah, that's enough for me. So life that was good. So this sounds good. like Starship Troopers. Yeah. Well, very similar. Almost. Yep. Yeah. In what fact, is, what's it? Star, the last Starfighter. Starfighter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Brilliant. It's a, uh, yeah. And it's a thing. Alex Rogan, he finds himself in the center of an epic battle that transcends time and space. Oh, there you go. <sighs> Living in a mundane trailer park on Earth. <laughs> I did find that a bit creepy. He's living in a trailer park, and the only thing that, 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 that everyone's old except him and this other this this other girl that is, is obviously his love interest. But everyone else is sort of in their seventies or eighties or whatever. And but all they've got to look forward to is watching Alex play play um, the last Starfighter Star on the on the on the arcade out in the porch <laughs> um, in the trailer park. 
Um, but through his awesome skill and he gets the highest score and all that sort of stuff. Uh, but it secretly doubles as a recruitment tool for an intergalactic star league, which catapults him <laughs> into a real cosmic war. Oh, beautiful. Love it. Just love it. That's me. Yeah. Have you watched it with the kids? <laughs> no, not yet. I need to. Um, the special effects are a little bit dated now. Um, yeah. It was It was one of the first films, I think, to use CG. If yes, not it was. the yeah. first. Yeah, 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 it was yeah, definitely right. very, very early. Um, and But what I will say about it is there's um, there's like a subplot bit where they send like an assassin alien to try and bump him off. And um, the alien ends up cloning and turning into him. Is that is that right? Am I remembering that right? There's a scene where the alien kind of transforms and turns into him. And it's terrifying. <laughs> like, <laughs> if you watched it as a kid, it would freak you the hell out. Um, it, it, like, so, it should be, it should be like a you know a Hellraiser or something. <laughs> it's it's pretty graphic and pretty nasty so looking. What year did this come out, David? Eighty four, I think. So it pre- did it predate Terminator? Yeah, 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 totally. So Just. yeah, se- sending something back that can hmm. shape shift. Oh my goodness. T2. I, I don't know any what of that stuff. All I remember is, Ma- <laughs> is, is Maggie. Um, I was a hormone laden teen at the time, and Maggie was the reason for watching it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you, wanted oh. to, you wanted to defend Maggie. That's nothing Love the wrong perm. with that, man. Yeah. You just wanted to play that. arcade games. What? That's what you yeah. wanted to do. <laughs> You're a real Starship did... Trooper, Dave. I, I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, he is the Starship Trooper. That's it. <laughs> oh my god, that guy that guy went to war to defend his girl too. Yeah, totally. Uh, what a, that's that's the human spirit, mate. That's that's all that mattered in the eighties. All the movies, right? Karate Kid, right? It was all about defending the girl or saving the girl or Getting the girl. Getting the girl, yeah. <laughs> Just getting the girl, yeah. I was more uh, interested in stealing a pack of Paul Mall twenties. Wow. <laughs> it's so grown up. Oh, it's so grown up. So, David, you were talking about you, – we obviously didn't get to see that until it came out on video, so you, uh-huh, you probably yeah. were in your no, teens when um, you – TV was – might have been video. I can't remember if it was TV. You must have. Because I'm thinking – otherwise, you were you were about eight when you when that came I, out? No, no. I saw the movies. That many I, hormones at eight. I early developer. I saw, <laughs> I saw <laughs> this when I was – <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. So I've got eighties as well. Um, uh, in, in fairness, this film is terrible in in lots of ways, <laughs> but it's also so bad that it's good. Um, mm. So I go with a film from like I think it's eighty one, um, and it's called Battle Beyond the Stars, um, and it was directed by a guy called Roger Corman. And if you know anything about Roger Corman, is all of his movies were made for like a cup of a cup of coffee. Um, and that was like the budget, literally like five bucks. Um, and they're terrible as a general rule. Um, that said, um, he did manage to get um, George Peppard in it. Do you remember George Peppard from the 18? He was Hannibal in the 18. Oh, right. Um, who plays a space cowboy in this movie uh, from Earth. He's the, like the one Earthling. Everybody else is from like outer space, but he's not even the main character. Um, the movie was basically a remake of The Magnificent Seven, the Western. Um, oh. But set in space. Um, Hilarious. So, uh, 
basically a guy on a planet that the the bad guys are going to blow up his planet so he has to recruit a, a bunch of space aliens but really to in his quest to kind of overthrow them and save save the world kind of thing um it's um yeah it's it's pretty appalling to watch <laughs> uh, but uh what what i will say is it's quite funny um it stars a, a lady by the name of sybil danning um who really had like two assets <laughs> and uh what, what, what were they <laughs> yeah. ears, she was quite up front yeah um don't show uh, those bloody boobs at me yeah she played, uh, <laughs> she played the space valkyrie so any excuse to wear a gold bikini basically um Beautiful. you know gold bikinis in sci-fi there's a, there's a trend there as well right george lucas um love it love it yeah, yeah, um he did, Sorry. yeah. Oh, Went with the beard. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> what genre was that? <laughs> you just made a new one. <laughs> Beards and bikinis. Bearded men in bikinis. Wow. Yeah, let's not go there. Um, yeah, it, it, it's... Um, Interesting in that it was one of the first movies that James Cameron worked on. He was like a, an assistant art director or something on it. Um, so he came up with some of the designs for some of the ships and things like that. Um, but uh, I think the one saving grace for it is it's got a fantastic soundtrack. Uh, the score was done by James Horner, um, very early film for James Horner. Um, and it was around the time he was on a roll. So he did this and then he did like Star Trek 2, which again has just got a massive, massive like orchestral score. Mm. Um, so he was definitely kind of coming into his own at that time. Um, it's, it, it is fun. Um, I'm not going to knock it completely. Um, probably the best Roger Corman movie, but that's not saying a whole lot. <laughs> I guess they're all really shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, if, if you ever get a chance to kind of see it, Battle Beyond the Stars, um, it's just it's just a bit of fun. Um, but he, very... Yeah. Did he go on to do anything on no. substance? No. <laughs> that, that was Never. his zenith. That was it. Yeah, this was as good as he got, really. Um, he just, I mean, he, he basically started off doing like soft, softcore porn. Ooh, <laughs> ah, he did things like that's Beneath the Valley of the Ultra Vixens and stuff like this. In the that, Ultra Vixens. And, and so, yeah, it's it. Yeah, in the 60s and 70s. So he was, oh he was very much, uh, his brain was, his mind was very much on the gutter through most of his uh, career. Um, so, yeah, but he made some really appalling movies. Um, and this is the best of a bad bunch, really. So yeah, you, is that there a deep go. cut, or did you did you watch that when you were young? How did you like find that? I mean, that's uh, it, it is a deep cut, but I do remember uh, my brother saw it because it was sci-fi, and he must have been about seven or eight when it came out, I guess. Um, and he might have even gone to the movies and seen it. I don't know, but I remember seeing it on TV as a kid, um, and then. Yeah, it kind of popped up every now and again. It is a bit of a cult classic as well. I mean, it's got, definitely got a following. Um, there's a lot of people that really love it. Um, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, um, and it's great to watch with the kids because there's lots of like subtle innuendo stuff going on in it. The kids will just fly over your kids' heads, but you're sitting there kind of giggling <laughs> kind of smartly to yourself. Oh, no. the, age, the, the gold bikini will probably catch his attention, I'm sure. <laughs> Planet Spaceball. Led by the incompetent president Scrooge. <laughs> it's not really working, is it? Sorry. Yeah. That, is a, that is a really bad cold you've got. <laughs> <laughs> I'm full of it. Depends what you were trying to do. 
Right here. <laughs> Let me read you the plot. Planet Spaceball, led by the incompetent President Scroob, has squandered all of its fresh air. Scroob schemes to steal the atmosphere from the neighboring planet of Druidia. The ship's Baseball One, commanded by Colonel Sanders and carrying Scroob's enforcer Dark Helmet, is dispatched to kidnap Vespa and her droid servant Dot Matrix. And this is just a wonderful movie. I know we weren't allowed any Star Wars, so this is a spoof of Star Wars, directed by the wonderful Mel Brooks, and it's called Spaceballs. And if you've never seen Spaceballs, well, I think you should immediately go and do it. It was uh, 1987, 87, yeah. Yeah. and it's got a wicked cast, and it's got John Candy, uh, Rick Moranis, Bill Pullman, um, Joan Rivers. Oh, there's loads and loads of people in it. But uh, I would like to give you a little clip of when they're on the spaceship. And Dark Helmet, who's obviously supposed to be Darth Vader, is uh, having a chat with some of his men on deck as they're being attacked. See if you can put yourself in that frame and, uh, and enjoy this. Careful, you idiot! I said across her nose, not up it! Sorry, sir. Doing my best. Who made that man a gunner? I did, sir. He's my cousin. Who is he? He's an asshole, sir. I know that. What's his name? That is his name, sir. Asshole. Major asshole. <laughs> and his cousin? He's an asshole, too, sir. Gunner's mate, first class, <laughs> Philip Asshole. How many assholes we got on this ship, anyhow? Yo! <laughs> I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. <laughs> and that is Mel Brooks at his finest. Oh yeah, baseballs. Oh, I just love it. Yeah, it was very good. I remember seeing that way, way back once. Yeah, it's good. That's a funny movie. I mean, it gets to the point after about ten minutes where you're over it, but it's um, you know, the first ten minutes are pretty good. Yeah, it does have that great scene where uh, the searching. It, it's, it's basically again like a complete Star Wars ripoff where they're searching the desert. They <laughs> say comb the desert, and it cuts, and there's these two guys with a giant comb, like literally raking through the desert. And one of them just goes, "We ain't found shit." <laughs> That's a great movie. I love Mel Brooks and uh, Blazing Saddles and all that stuff. Man, I mm. yeah, very good. But Spaceballs, it's worth a laugh if you just want to. You know, if you want something real lighthearted and stupid and a laugh and everything's getting serious, go and whack space balls on. It's a good point. Have we have we gone a bit serious with our sci-fi in recent years? Yeah. I think about oh, it, like, yeah. Totally. Like, you think about what Glenn's reviewed, you've reviewed, and even Last Starfight, it was pretty light. But now you've got, like, The Martian. There was that moon one that I reviewed not long ago. All yeah. pretty serious. I'm thinking... We need They're a good heavy. spoof. Yeah, we need a good bit yeah. of satire and a good spoof mm. and a bit of sci-fi. You do need that. Um, and who better well, to do it than Mel Brooks? You know, he's just damn brilliant. Yeah. Did you did you know they even put Michael Caine in space? <laughs> no. <laughs> and Interstellar. He was an Interstellar. Oh. oh yeah, yeah. Your favorite, Glenn. Yeah. 
a Nolan movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what one that I quite liked. I wonder Shock why. Co- common thread. Because it's got Michael, Michael Kane. bloody Kane in it. Michael Kane. <laughs> You've been caned. <laughs> You've been caned. They finally got him into space. He's there. Oh, brilliant. Don't put their bloody space boots on me. No. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> you have to ruin it. <laughs> I feel like we've travelled across the universe tonight. I, I think know. we have. Feels like we've yeah. Been... yeah. We're somewhere. Yeah. We've, we've, we've summer... travelled across the universe through a black yeah. hole. And, what was some of the other picks? We've we've come out of Uranus. Someone went there. Other other great space movies, sci-fi movies. Oh, so many, right? Um, geez, there was a whole raft of like really stupid ones, like mid eighties. There was things like Space mm. Hunter and Buckaroo Banzai and all of these kind of <laughs> ones that kind of came out, which were just again like made for like you know five bucks but um were pretty terrible very cheesy but but mm. just good fun you know they were fun that was the thing mm. apollo, 13, apollo 13 was really good i enjoyed that yeah, uh, yeah but i'm Didn't surprised have no one, in it though surprised no one went for blade runner oh yeah uh, mm. yeah when we talk, i did the score the other week didn't i so mm. Mm. um yeah it's good fun great movie f- Hidden Figures was brilliant. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's, again getting into that serious sci-fi thing. Contact. You ever seen Contact? Oh, with I Jody loved Foster? that film. It's a bit long, yeah. but I loved it to bits. Again, David mentioned was it Carl Sagan, isn't it? Mm, Is yeah. it Carl Sagan? The astronomer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Brilliant. Loved it. I remember people getting uh, so upset at that because oh, we never got to see the alien. It's like. No, if the aliens are going to be smarter than us, dude. Of course they did it like that. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. clever. Yeah. And, you know, going all the way back to sort of like Space Odyssey and uh, Planet of the Apes and those kind of movies as well, you know. Mm. Yeah. So, you know, I think sci-fi's definitely been like the – it's interesting how like genres kind of – go out of fashion and came back in, but sci-fi's kind of stayed there. You know, if you think like Westerns and gangster movies and stuff like that, they kind of flitter in and out every now mm. and again. But sci-fi has been a constant. Agreed, because space is a constant. Oh. We don't know what we don't know what's out there. It's full of possibility, which then lends itself to this wonderful creativity. Yeah. That's the final I frontier, think- man. Mm. Yeah. I think the other cool thing about it is that you can put, you can kind of shove any other genre into it and make it into a space film, right? Because you can have a space western, you can have a space musical, you can have a space comedy. You know, it's. it's there was uh, even remember Harrison Ford did a film called um, Cowboys versus Aliens. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, Indiana Jones and James Bond in the same movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, just throw everything at it. Why not? It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. But I think we need a bit more of that. Some some dumb, fun sci- yeah. sci-fi films, please. Yeah. yeah. Let's go back to some of that. Live long and prosper. The world needs some. Yeah, totally. Yeah. 
We got serious. Well, I, I look at all the latest movies coming out, and they're all serious, heavy, Three hours dark, long. <laughs> long. Man, what happened to mankind? Thanks what happened to our first step, you know? Because they put Whitey on the moon. <laughs> in the year 2323. <laughs> oh, bro. All right, guys. I think that kind of wraps us up for today. Uh, thank you very much, Glenn, Ian, and David. I'm Martin. Um, you've been listening to Movies, Music, and Madness, our space episode. Uh, we look forward to speaking with you and uh, having another chat next week. Good night.